Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You listen to Green, Green. you might turn red. red. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. So the reason we're doing this segment uh, this hour today is that after last Sunday's Hour with Marlene Hope, just recently retired detective, at the Calgary Police Service. In came this posting on Facebook from Val, identified herself as Val, always the females complaining, or should I say whining, suck it up. That's not the first time I've seen this kind of comment about the women police officers and firefighters who joined us on this program and talked about what happened to them. And in some cases have been extremely, not extremely, but certainly have been graphic about what happened to them and why they're gone to court, and why these cases go forward. The reason I'm, I'm only doing this today because of that Facebook posting. But I believe men have a role to play in it, and, and, and a role uh, to, to assume. And it may be old-fashioned. Some people probably say it's misogynistic, but I believe that I have a responsibility. Here's the word now. Go ahead and challenge me on it. To protect wife, sister, mother, co-worker. Um, when I was about 20 years of age, my girlfriend, who was very attractive, was working as a receptionist at a radio station I'd recently left for a much better job at another station. Another broadcaster at my previous station, and I knew him pretty well, and he knew me, He walked up behind my girlfriend and he unsnapped her bra. And then he called a bunch of guys to come and watch as she walked away from her desk. So she called me in tears and told me what happened. So I called this guy. He and I had been friendly. I wouldn't say we were friends, but we'd been friendly. And I said to him, look, if you don't Tomorrow, gather all the same guys around my girlfriend and apologize to her in front of those guys. I'm going to come to the radio station at the end of your air shift, and I'm going to rearrange your priorities. I didn't say priorities. And he knew me, and he knew I'd do it exactly what I told him I'd do. I was 20 years of age, so he gathered all the guys around her reception area, and he apologized for being a you-fill-in-the-blank. Now, there were people over time who've told me that I overreacted. No, that wasn't right what you did, Roy. That was that was over the top. Why didn't you... Well, you didn't need to uh, embarrass him. 
you could have just asked him to apologize to her, in, not in front of all those other guys. First of all, it was my decision. Secondly, it was the correct decision. Somebody said to me, why didn't you call the police? Listen, it was 1970. If I'd called the Montreal police and told them that, they would have laughed at me, and they would have told me to go and take care of it myself. Yeah. To be a man and take care of it myself. So I did, and my uh, our former would-be sort of part-time friend, he saw me a few years later, and he, he was still uncomfortable talking to me. I think I did the right thing. Marlene Hope retired last August as a detective with the Calgary Police Service. She spent an hour with us last Sunday talking about her experiences and the, what's going on in the Calgary Police Service and uh, that it's a toxic workplace and there's sexual harassment and and other unwanted activity taking place. She's back with us. Hi, Marlene. Hi, Roy. And uh, Leanne Tessie is a firefighter in uh, Nova Scotia. We talked to Leanne about what happened to her and uh, why she's no longer a firefighter. And uh, that was about three weeks ago. Leanne, hi. Good to have you back with us. Hi, Roy. Marlene, when you... This was right after the segment we aired with you. Val sends this this posting, and you actually saw it before I did. You sent me an email. Always the females complaining, or should I say whining, suck it up. What's your reaction to that? Well, two things. Uh, Roy, first, your your last comment. My husband always says, if you embarrass somebody publicly, you better apologize publicly. So I, so I, did, so I did the right thing. You did the right thing, according to my husband um, and me. Um, what I would say is, you know, I initially struggled with that comment, and um, as many of the people who you speak to, you hear it all the time, but it always takes a, a bit of a punch to the gut um, when you hear that. And then so I had to sort of step back and ask myself, why would this lady say that? And uh, I had a couple of thoughts, if I could, that kind of came to mind was, based on my experience, again, with the police service, is I've had women supervisors who have been honestly more brutal than some of the men. And it appears that they have to support the cultural norms that they're working in, uh, or else they then become the target. And I think they not only do that, but they also target men. So they are equally can be equally brutal to men or women. And, um, and again, support the culture that exists, and heaven forbid they don't. So there's really secondary victimization going on because you have people who wish they could stand up and say something. Uh, You have probably supervisors who display this behavior that honestly on a better day uh, in a different environment wouldn't do it. Okay, So. So, so so they become one of the boys, as it were, in order to protect themselves. I, think, I mean, I'm not a psychologist, but I think that's my experience is, is okay. they, they fail to be able to stand up and say this isn't acceptable. I think it was, uh, like Atoya said, they, they understand it's not right, but to stand up and do it is very difficult. All right, Leanne, what, what, when you heard the comment, what, what was your immediate response, Leanne? Um, that it's typical. It's usually suck it up, you're too sensitive, or, you know, um, I've had a lot of women say that to me um you know it's it's we've seemed to have adopted this sort of notion i think most some of these women that uh, you show strength by putting up with the bad behavior and it's the other way around you show strength by speaking out against it and so when i often get that kind of comment i've i've said you know if you want to put up with bad behavior and disrespect from some of these adult men that you work with, that's your problem, but I'm going to speak out about it. 
And it was, um, when you put it that way, they usually don't have any answer for you, any response. So it's, um, but like, um, like most are just saying, there's numerous reasons why women sort of minimize the, the bad behavior in the workplace. We're constantly sort of dodging it, ignoring it, uh, you know, pretending it doesn't exist because there's a lot of pressure when you're entering into these dominated workplaces. You you know, you want to fit in. You want to be seen as capable. You've got to, you know, where there's a, talked about the power imbalance. We're outnumbered. The boys club is about, you know, their their rules and their way of being and, and this is sort of their 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 space. And this feeling, so, I, I had this thought as you as you've been talking, and as Marlene was speaking, and Toya earlier, and Gloria already as well. That if in the work environment, this this activity is taking place, the bullying, the uh, the sexual harassment, all the things that we've talked about with you uh, and 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 other women from the RCMP, and uh, and uh, over the last several years, if this is taking place, if other women in the workplace were to stand up and support you publicly, or at least at least support you uh, on the spot with the men present, I think it might change the attitude, or at least the um, the willingness uh, of some men to behave the way that you accuse them of behaving. That um, I don't want to use the word misbehaving because it's certainly far more serious than that. But from what I hear you saying, Leanne, you don't get support on the job from women who are on the job with you. No. No, you don't. You you uh, you don't get support. It, it's it's rare what you did. But that story back in 1970. It's rare that you did. Really? Yeah. It's that is so rare. You it's don't think? Wait a minute. You, you don't. You don't think? In the on, 70s, it's unbelievable. Well, what's just a sec. Do you, do you think that? Do you not think that that a man would step up to protect his wife, his girlfriend, his daughter, his mother? Uh, just generically say, "Hey, it's my job to get in there and protect my my family or my." Uh... Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't know about that. Um, I would say it, it's certainly in the workplace. I haven't seen it. Okay. What about you, uh, Marlene? Is is it rare? I think it's rare, but not unheard of. And there's definitely men who have, like I said in our show last week, there's definitely men in the police service who who stand up. In fact, since our show, I did receive emails from guys that said, I would love to come on with you, but it wouldn't hold well for me. And so I think you have to create a culture that is safe. And maybe, like you said, just like we teach our kids, is be somebody who stands up and be the one to point to the bully at the time and say, that's unacceptable. Maybe that starts the shift uh, in the behavior and what's considered acceptable. Right. But it, it's really a sensitive issue. I think it's specific to each person whether or not they have the ability at that time to stand up. And and do what should be done. Yeah, We're going to have many more opportunities to speak, I know, as these cases go forward, because there are going to be more people coming forward, and there'll be more things said, and there'll be more charges brought forward, and it'll be more and more difficult to keep the lid on it, because... Well, we just know this is going to happen. Leanne Tessier and Marlene Hope, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks so much, Roy. Thanks, yeah, thanks a lot, Roy. Bye. It's the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. So there it is. And it all started with a posting on Facebook by Val. Always the females complaining, or should I say whining, suck it up. Always the females complaining, or should I say whining, suck it up. So I politely invited Val on Facebook to send me an email 
and appear on the program and back up what she said. But I didn't hear back. So I have a question for you at 888-225-8255. So 888 or 416-870-6400. 416-870-6400. Two questions, actually. Do you agree with Val that it's always the females complaining or whining? Suck it up. And the second question I have is for men. If your wife or your girlfriend or your mother or your sister or your daughter were being sexually harassed, physically intimidated, bullied by men at her workplace, what would you do? What have you done if it's happened? Would you confront the individual? Or would you just tell your girlfriend or your wife or your mother or your sister or your daughter to manage the situation as best she can? 888 888-225-8255, 888-225-8255, 416-870-6400, call me now. This is for men. What would you do or what have you done? What's our responsibility as men? And I have a question for women as well. Are you being harassed? Are you being bullied? Are you being intimidated now where you work? Anybody ever stand up for you? 888-225-8255-416-870-6400. I hope men will tell me that they would stand up or have. Call me.